Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone, it is the instant match reaction, it was Ajax nil. it was Liverpool 1, I'm Paul Machen, that is Chris Pajak, let's talk through the big talking points of the game, um, and let's start with the, the man of the match, Chris, I've seen a number of people being quite combative about this, least of all Ross and Chris Bascom, uh, that anyone who wants who to say, for be, anyone other than Fabinho needs to fight them. Yeah, um, okay, I'm all in on that. Yeah, he, um, it was, he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and it, it's interesting because uh, he's our best DM, um, and I, I, I quite like it at the moment. Let's run, let's run away with it all. We had this after Chelsea of like, is he our second best defender? Therefore, is he the second best defender in the league? Blah 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 blah. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It was a fantastic performance. From Fabinho. Just, he just, he just gets it. He just, he's such a good fucking tackler, mm. isn't he? Like, it doesn't matter what you try and do, and he utilizes every inch of his body. And it's just, he's brilliant in the air. I mean, his fab, fab crobatics were sensational, if that's allowed to be said. Bit wool? No. Fine. It is now that you've said it. Now Good. that you've said it's wool. It's okay. It's fine. Everyone knows that. Um, I just thought he was brilliant, mate. He, he's formidable. Yeah, it, it was It was boss. And it, it was, I don't know, not unexpected, but when you consider that they they, they, they threw everything at us. Yeah. You know, they were overloading, they were getting bodies in. And, and, and Liverpool, how they set up, I thought was really interesting. You know, you pointed out in commentary, they were quite compact. You know, we were a bit deeper than we normally would have been and whatever. We very much set up to counter-attack. And whether that was by by design or by, you know, by circumstance, because Ajax did throw a lot at us, I don't know. I think maybe they did. Maybe maybe it was a bit of both, to be perfectly honest. But, you know, they, they were challenged. Mm. And look, they weren't. They were ne- neither was flawless. I think there were times when you know you you, you could have done with the composure of a Virgil Van Dijk, obviously. And again, this is the thing. I don't. You're always going to miss Virgil. Every team the, in the world misses Virgil. Centre half in the world, but this is the thing where this is exactly what we needed um, because all the narrative has been. Apart from all the people who've been signing petitions and doing all that kind of stupid shit that weirdos do on the internet about Virgil and all that kind of stuff, but all the narrative has been Liverpool had done. Liverpool are goose. They're going to struggle. That's it. They're built around Van Dijk. How are they going to handle without him? It's a long old season. It's a long old slog of a season. But to then, in your first game after that, to go away in Europe against a good attacking side and pick up a clean sheet. Everything. I don't. I didn't think we were going to get a clean sheet at any point during that game. I didn't think that was going to finish one 0 
You know what I mean? I just thought there was going to be goals there because Ajax were creating opportunities, Liverpool were creating opportunities on the counter-attack and it looked like someone else was going to score a goal. But Fabinho and Joe Gomez decided, no, not tonight, not on my watch. And to be fair, with Adrian, because he made some outstanding saves. You know, my issue with Adrian on today's performance was more around his kicking. And I always have an issue with his kicking because mm-hmm. he's just not very good at it. Yeah. But from his actual goalkeeping sound, I think... For the most part, over the last two games, what we've seen is his punching has been all right. There was one really hairy one. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm it got worse. Actually, yeah, it, it kind of he did a brilliant one, and then his other one was got a too bit, much confidence, was a bit crap, and then the last one was awful. But but again, you you task with things in a game, you know, as a goalkeeper, if he doesn't come and do that, I mean, that was one of the criticisms I've seen. I've seen level Lanham's like he needs to he needs to back himself and needs to come out and dominate the area. But I mean, the, the Calvert Lewin one, if he's a bit more front foot maybe maybe he's able to do more you know maybe he's cut it out before Calvert-Lewin gets it at the weekend we'll never know now but he he took charge and that's one thing Adrian does he backs himself we might not back him and I, I keep joking about this I, I, I'm not asked. he's in I can't do anything about it I don't think he's as good as Alisson I don't think anyone my, does I, look, my, sorry Paul my, my thing with that is I, I'm, I feel the same mm-hmm. I understand that but when I'm watching football, my body and my feelings body betray my mind. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I soon find out whether Your I trust someone. Betray you. Or what they do. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm squirming every time he's got the ball. Like, and, and that's what Mignolet did to me, and it's what Carrius did to it's me. It's what plenty of other players, it's what But at Sato least he's got our first fucking me, choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the main thing, isn't it? And we should have our first choice. And back onto the Fabinho stuff, because just him and Joe Gomez looked good to Tonight, mm-hmm. and they put everything into it. Now, Joe Gomez, I think, you know, I don't think he started passing particularly well. He gave a few balls away, but he didn't let that bother him. He didn't let that get him down. He got himself back into the game. Got a really good performance out of him. Yeah. And you know, that as a as a young centre back partnership right now, that that can go places. I'm not saying it's going to be the best in the league, but it's going to get better with game time. Yeah, and I'm not even sure. Play, you know, if, if when Matip, we just don't know. Matip's not going to play strings of games back to back. I can't, I just can't imagine a world where that happens. But I can't, you know, I think if Matip comes back in, he probably just comes back in because that's he's, he's our senior centre half, as it were. But it's encouraging to know that if that's then our backup, backup, backup pairing. <laughs> Then that's pretty. That's pretty good. Even Reese Williams coming on, you know, with the, in the in the dynamics. You got a ten out of ten in the playoffs. Oh, wow, absolutely nailed on. In fact, Ryan, Ryan Warren uh, gives a one ninety nine super chat for this. Um, Ryan Williams, uh, Reese Williams, man of the match performance, highlight of the game. Um, yeah, fine. Uh, you know, it, it was that was this encouragement there. And I kind of said I did this. I did the video on my channel this week about the Van Dyke thing, and it was about. You can curl up in a ball and cry because Virgil van Dijk's not there and my lord, plenty of people have. Um, or you can kind of look at what's there. And it kind of falls into the Adrian stuff. The Adrian stuff is is, is, is different because Adrian's just not that good. He's better than any of us, <laughs> you know, which is always the caveat with professional yeah. football. He's good. He's a good. He's, a, he's, a, he's a absolutely fine goalkeeper, Adrian. But when, in terms of our other defenders, there's this mad notion, and I think it's because... People don't follow Liverpool. And I've had, I had this one at the Cheeky Sport last week, and Akeem was trying to drive, drive this point about Liverpool's weak defence. Liverpool conceded a few goals this season, quite a few, actually. And there, were, there was a bit rocky when we came back from, from restart as well. 
and people remember that Liverpool were weak defensively before Virgil van Dijk come in. Well, that wasn't strictly true. We'd have a couple of howlers here and there, but our defence from we got battered by Tottenham and we had like what a month and a half, maybe even two months of being really sound defensively. And I, you know that's not necessarily enough to generate it. And you know Lovren's not even at the club anymore, so it kind of doesn't really matter. But I just think Liverpool Liverpool defend in more ways than just putting players in the defensive positions. Um, and the players we have got there are all good, and they've all got an opportunity to step up. It's a long season, but this is that, that's what we again goes back to what we needed to see. Fabinho just come in and put a fucking nine out of ten defensive performance. Here's and go, I think Gomez did the same. For here's me. a question for everybody watching at home right now, and, and ask yourself if there's a finite sum of money that Liverpool had in the summer. And I think I think everyone probably believes there was a finite sum of money that Liverpool had mm-hmm. in the summer, right? And you get the opportunity to buy Thiago Alcantara or a fourth choice centre half. <laughs> What do you do? Yeah, <laughs> do, like, or, or or would you not sign Jota to sign a fourth choice centre half? We've, we've got the professor of transfer thugonomics and fucking Mike Edwards, haven't we? Fucking knows his shit. And look again, we said this at the time, and we knew it. What the 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 calculated risk that Liverpool took was exactly that. They felt that having Jota and having Thiago and Chimikas. Was at, were, and in exchange for the players that we let out the door from everyone from Lalana, Lovren, and all the other bits and pieces as well, it was that they, they felt that there was enough in the squad to to handle it. Now losing Virgil, who never gets injured, to a season long injury is that's a freak. That's like getting struck by lightning. It just doesn't doesn't happen. Relying on Matip, who then subsequently plays one game and gets injured, is a bit. Yeah, that was always that was could, always going this, to happen. The, 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 the flip reverse, I suppose, of that point is you could you you've signed Jota, you've signed Minamino, you've got Shakiri. No one was kicking off that we didn't sign a backup for Salah. But if you lose Salah to injury, that fucks us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're in the same boat. You lose one of the players who's a mainstay, who's always in the side, who very rarely gets injured, and you're fucked. It's it, just the way it is. Yeah, no, yeah, because you can't do everything at all at all given times. And the the point was that we were talking about the freshness of Liverpool and the amount of games our front three have played, and they're all in the peak of their careers. But they're all getting. They're all going to start to enter the, in the period in the coming years where. There will be slightly more wear and tear on some of those lads. Maybe we're seeing it with Firmino now. You know that that that's as reasonable an explanation as any at the moment because he's not really in form for us. Um, but what in fact what we see? Let's take it into that. Look at what we did today. We we started our strongest front today. So we 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 had a makeshift defence. We had a makeshift midfield, sort of, and then we put the strongest front today out. And then on sixty minutes, <laughs> we changed. The entire front three and brought on three other really good footballers. Um, and you know, you kind of said it about like what it's, it's maybe the difference we'll see in the next game, but it's the difference we're not going to see in the next game, but it's the difference we're going to see in six months and in a year and six months and in two years and blah blah blah. This is the this is the start of the next phase of Klopp's Liverpool that we got to see today in that front three. And whether that's the whether you mean that to be the next front three, which I don't think you do, or you mean that we can rely on a squad and we're going to bring players in like what City have been doing for years now, is they'll just change it on 60 because they fucking can. It's somewhere in between the two. It's that 
in three years' time, when Diogo Jota's our first, he's, a, he's scoring twenty goals a season from the left hand side for Liverpool, and he's established and he's, he's one of the best players in the world. It will have come from games like this where we started, to, we threw him in in a, tight, a very tight player, Champions he? League game. He's a good player, man. Yeah. I, I really, really like him. And same, and same with Minamino as well. Um, look, Shakiri hasn't got a long term future at Liverpool, but he's, he's he is he's what you're talking about in that city. City have got. Real Maris. Real Maris is better, but the, but the point is, you've just got a lad there who is dead good at footy. He's really experienced. He's a cool. He's, he's a cool customer. He's got loads of other things that he brings into the game, and you just bring him into a match instead of bringing in someone who doesn't fit. Like you know, with the credit to Divock he doesn't get on the pitch again today. You bring Divock Origi on as a break glass option. Yeah. You fundamentally change how you play to bring Divock on. You lose something for bringing Divock on. You maybe gain bits and pieces, and he's definitely gained things for us in the time. But we just changed the front three. And look, and it's played the same. They played the yeah. same. Shakiri's the one that doesn't quite fit, but it's not like throwing Harvey Elliott in, who is just far too young and far too not ready to be thrown into those situations, as we kind of saw with Kerr Jones, to be fair. Maybe just not quite the right game for him tonight. Um... But yeah, Jota and Minamino, I I wonder whether that you know the they put performances in like that, it won't be long before, particularly Minamino and Firmino. I think if Firmino continues to be in a little bit of a funk and Minamino continues to be because he's another live wire, it's we're gonna reach a point with one of them sooner rather than later where the conversation has in Melwoods where they go. We're actually going to start this guy in a big game instead. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Little while away, maybe. Who would you say is the first one to do that? Would you would you say Minamino or Jota? At the moment, it's I think it's Minamino, I think it's probably Minamino because it, because Mane's unless you want it unless they fancy it because it might just be Jota's so good and Mane's so good um, and Salah's so good that they gonna they want to do that as the as as a front three. Who knows? From our understanding of how it's structured, I feel like Minamino. I think if Minamino banks a goal that. I thought that it, knocking I th- on the door is just going to get louder. I and louder. thought it, he, he, what 
he did better than Bobby Firmino tonight. In only 30 minutes, was he found the space better. Mm-hmm. You know, he was dropping a little bit deeper. He just got himself a little bit more involved than Bobby in his 60 minutes. And he seemed to link up really well with Jota on that left-hand side. He likes and, to shoot as well. Yes, he does. He has that one shot, doesn't he, where I think he was trying to sort of bend it originally mm-hmm. to the to the right, but the, the defender got it perfect. And he had to just cut it back inside and, he, and the keeper saves it. But yeah, I like Minamino. I like Jota a lot, mate. And that, and that left-hand side with Robertson down there with Jota down there looked really really good that that run and that pass for Gini Wijnaldum by Diogo Jota was fucking world class mm. absolutely world class to pick that ball out absolutely superb from him uh, I've just seen a super chat from Patrick Champagne get him boys it's going to be a fight this season but mentality monsters out in force tonight Milner is savage covered more ground than any other player yeah I, I, the Milner performance was lovely it was exactly the kind of thing that you're looking for you know the, the midfield balance wasn't right first half yeah. and I don't think it's not Kurt Jones' fault I think he, he tried he got up and he got in support but he was a, a bit like Bobby Firmino his touch wasn't quite there his decision making wasn't quite on point when we really kind of needed it to be Jordan Henderson just comes on he's just like okay Jordan Henderson in the six now it's just like Steady Eddie just comes on and you just know everything's going to be fine. But it allowed Milner to, I think it made Milner play better. And Wijnaldum in particular, that last 10, 15 minutes when they're throwing everything out as a Wijnaldum. Comes into his own, doesn't he? He found another tank of fuel that he just started burning through. Um, And again, Milner, we'll just just give a minute on. that was exactly what we needed in the midfield, particularly in that last 20 minutes. You know, he's just he's going down with cramp. He's taking time out of the game. He's running into the corner flag. It's European shithousery. Um, he's not ashamed to do that because no. he knows that it's part of being a winner. Well, he knows, what, he knows what it takes to get to and win the Champions League and that's all part and parcel of European football, isn't it? And it wasn't just James Milner, as you pointed out, it was Jordan Henderson pointing to the corner flag, it was Jota going down there. That game management in that last 10 minutes from Liverpool was brilliant. And and look, we won a European Cup on game management in that final, you know, against Tottenham Hotspur. We just fucking game managed the shit out of them and didn't give them an opportunity. And I actually would have been hoping for more opportunities in that last 10 minutes and they weren't able to get them because of our shit hours tonight. Yeah, I just... We, we managed it really well, all told. Again, the game was a bit frantic, but it wasn't in Liverpool's control in the first half. We survived in some regards. You know, Ajax maybe a little bit of overplaying, you know, some good some good goalkeeping, some good defending, but we didn't have a grip on that game. And not to say Ajax didn't still cause us problems, but I never really felt... I, I, I felt we were more much more likely to... I felt it was possible for us to score in the first half. I felt they were more likely. The second half, I felt it was a bit of the flip reverse. And when they when you end up in a situation where they're throwing two, their two target men on and completely changing how they play... You know what you're in for there. You're in for the basics of defending. And, I'm, you know, yes, Joe Gomez isn't the tallest. And yes, Fabinho's not a centre-half. But that's the basics of footy uh, by that point. They're working it. They're putting deep crosses in. And if you can't deal with that, then you've got a, you've got a major issue. And not bringing Reese Williams on. We mentioned it before. Master stroke. Yeah, just, it, was, it, was the, it was the Matip sub on it. You know, it, it, we've done that time and time again. If that's what you want to do. We'll put a third centre-half on and just head them away and deal with it. And it was a little bit hairy. You know, Adrian has that little moment late on and they put the ball over the top. That could have been, you know, we've ridden our luck there, certainly. Mm-hmm. It's a 1-0 win. When you when you win one nil against any good side, 
there's there's a good chance that you like your goalkeeper pulled you out somewhere, or you they've missed a decent chance because they're a good team, and you know it wasn't a masterful Liverpool performance. The fact that we're talking about the centre halves as the stars of the game, I think, tells everyone. That's a good thing. That's what we wanted really going into tonight. Absolutely, because as well now when you we talk about that the blood in the water that kind of situation where other teams are looking at it. They might not be thinking it's quite so much of a weakness all of a sudden, and maybe they do adjust the game plans. But if Liverpool, if people want to keep throwing stuff at Liverpool, it's going to do what happened to Ajax. It's going to leave situations open for us at the back. And if we, if, if teams want to come on to us, mm. all the best. Yeah. Because Mane, Salah, who are now, who've now got another thirty minutes rest in the legs, Jotter and Minamino have now got another thirty minutes of experience in the, in, in theirs. Yeah, I, I think I think I think we'll probably be okay. But I think what we do know. Is this is going to be a fucking mental season? Yeah, man. Um, no signs of it slowing down, is no, there? It's just, crazy. it's just absolutely insane. You just, I was saying to you the other day, like, and you know, I'm in like a 2030 person last man standing league, and we went out. I think someone won it, or, or we all went out after three weeks, and then we're all out again after two. Mm-hmm. All you've got to do is pick one winner of one game, and like 30 lads who love footy have all got it wrong yeah. because. I, I thought I was going to go through this weekend because I picked Spurs. I watched the first half. And we, they were 3-0 up. Yeah. Never mind. That's um, footy this season, mate. That's footy in 2020. It's fucking mad as a box of frogs. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's it. The trick is to make sure you're as fit, I think, as fit as possible. You know, having quality, yes, which we've got, but making sure you've got as, m- as much legs available to you as possible because the games are coming thick and fast. This is just chocking out forever. Apart from that international break, um, it's mad. It's very, very mad for a very long time. And I think Liverpool are going to lose. I think Liverpool might well lose more games, but I think everyone's kind of going to do that. It's just about... So it's like... Uh, nights like tonight when we've had to manage it we've had to manage the squad we've had to manage the tie to get three points in the Champions League boxed that's what I, you don't need to win any more of your away games now you only need to win your three home games and that's it you've, you, you, you've, I said that's it like it's an easy thing but that's a big step a big, big step towards Champions League qualification. So very, very good indeed. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Thank you to James Leonard who dropped a little $2 super chat in there. Without a comment, you're wonderful. Thank you, James. Uh, yes, more to come from us tomorrow. The final word show is going to be uh, three or four of us. Um, we're going to be deep diving into this game, 60 minutes looking at it. If you want that show, perfect time to sign up to the redmentv.com. You also get the Reds News Roundup show, which was talking about all the goings on off the pitch at the moment. We did oh a Red boy, Memory Act. Lots of them. To, yeah, to the European Premier League stuff. We did a Red Memory Act show to that. That's on there. The final word show from the Ev is on there. The three part in conversation with Peter Moore series is, uh, rounds up on Friday with episode three. There's a three part documentary series on last season. There's a two part documentary series on five years of Jurgen Klopp. And there is another amazing documentary on the horizon as well, which you'll have to find out a little bit more about. Uh, plenty of other things coming as as well if you're into twitch uh, get involved on twitch.tv forward slash the red men tv we're going to be revealing our 10 year anniversary merchandise tomorrow afternoon uh, over on our twitch channel and we've got a book out as well here's a little look at that tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts good news ad free listening is available on amazon music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your prime membership Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.